I would say keep it simple, know your audience, know your topic, and know your goal. Use the resources that are available to you uh, in, in terms of the people who may know more about you know either the topic or the process. Be collaborative. And don't be afraid, and this is advice I need to remember all the time for myself, don't be afraid to get in and do the work and take constructive criticism and build your skills based on you know what you learned each time you do it. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are and wherever you're watching from. I'm Matt Pierce, your host for The Visual Lounge, the show where we talk about visuals and images in the workplace. So today, we are going to be talking about practical tips for writing scripts. Yes, I worked really hard to make sure that sounded like it rhymes pretty close, right? Practical tips for writing scripts. And the reason we're going to be talking about scripts is because if you've ever made a video and you've done it off the cuff, you know there's a lot of things that can go wrong. You can take way longer than you expected. And so we want to help you get better at this. So how are we going to do this? Well, we've got a great guest for you today. Ryan Knott is a content marketing specialist for Texas. He is currently responsible for working on Camtasia upkeep of the TechSmith blog, writing and helping to write video scripts with the video TechSmith video team. And prior to TechSmith, Ryan has worked in a variety of marketing roles. He's a geek, science and sci-fi enthusiast, guitar player, and he's on a mission to pet all the dogs. And I know personally, he's on the mission to pet all the ducks as well. So Ryan, welcome to the Visual Lounge. Well done. Well done. Thank you very much. <laughs> you captured so, me completely. Sometime we'll have to talk about decks, but that's another show because we we're, our time is limited. So we've got three questions we're going to ask all of our guests, Brian, and I want to start with our first one right now is how did you get involved with starting using scripts for video? What was your first experience and, and where's it gone from there? Like just about everything in my career over the course of my entire career, I sort of fell into it um, out of necessity. Uh, a, a lot of my um, prior experience is in nonprofit work. And in nonprofit work, um, a lot of times it's all hands on deck. And um, if you're a person who is willing to take on new things, oftentimes they will come to you and ask you to take on new things. And so um, I used to work for um, an organization that did work for the state of Michigan. They needed a series of videos. No one in our organization had done any video work before. Um, so I just stepped up and said, oh, hey, yeah, I'll, I'll try that. Why not? And uh, uh, it, it was a pretty extensive process. Uh, real simple videos, just uh, really talking over PowerPoint presentations. But uh, those PowerPoint presentations and that, that talking needed scripting. And so that was really how I got involved first in, in, in script writing. I love it. So it's so pretty typical, right? Like, you just got to dive in and you did it. And, and, and we're going to benefit from that first experience as well as the many other experiences you've had, I'm sure. So for you, Ryan, how do you find success for a script? And I know this is broad and open and probably hard to answer, but it kind of, if, if someone's listening to this right now, what would you tell them? Like a successful script looks like, or you could frame in kind of whatever way you think is best. Well, I mean, it's really tempting to say something like, you know, when your video does super well on YouTube or, you know, something like that. But I think really a successful script as opposed to a successful video is one that makes the video creation process as easy as possible up until up until that point when it gets released. So, you know, if your voiceover talent, whoever that is, uh, you know, finds it you know, easy to read. And if your videographer, your video editor, uh, you know, or whoever's shooting the video, uh, you know, really understands where you were going with it. And it tells the story you were looking to tell and it, um, it's, you know, cohesive and, uh, comprehensible. Um, you know, if, if it's 
uh, you know, a good script should make the video creation process as easy as possible. I, I, lo- I love that you brought in a couple of different aspects here. Like I, cause I, as someone who has written scripts and read scripts, I write for myself. You think I'd know what I could read, but oftentimes when it's hard for me to read, I'm like, Oh, and it, it makes it frustrating. And you have to do take after take, but also I love your second part because I think that's all about the time aspect, right? If I'm a create, if I'm a creator and I'm making the video based on your script, I don't want to have to stop and, oh gosh, well, what does this mean? What are we going to show? Like it's, it's kind of thought about those elements, right? Like we need to show this because this is what the script is about. So, so I, yep. I love both of those. Thank you so much. Okay. Our last question, what's one tip you could give the audience to improve using images or video in their work? Doesn't have to be related to the script. It can be, but just kind of your one tip you'd like everybody to have. Honestly, I think it's just do it. Like, um, you know, it can be so daunting and so, oh, I don't know if I'll do it right. Or, you know, what if, what if people don't understand or whatever? You know, I, I think with just about anything new, um, just get in and do it. Uh, I think you'll discover that it's way easier than you think it is. And it's going to be way more successful than you even imagined it's going to be. I love it. Always good advice. Just do it. So, okay, Ryan, uh, we're going to dive into some more questions about specific about scripts here in just a second. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Hey, everybody, Matt Pierce. Just a quick interruption. Uh, What a great conversation already talking about writing scripts. And if you want more great information about writing scripts, we have a great blog post. Not only does it have other videos and other great information to help you to learn to write better video scripts, it's also got free templates that you can download. All you need to do is go to bit.ly, so that's B-I-T dot L-Y slash capital T, capital V, capital L, write a script. That's capital T, capital V, capital L, write a script, all mushed together. And TVL, if you're wondering, that's the Visual Lounge. Can't wait for you to go check out those great resources. And while you're at it, don't forget to hit like and subscribe. Let us know that you're watching the show, that you're getting something out of it, comment, all that good stuff. And let's get back to our conversation with Ryan. All right, everybody, welcome back. Ryan Not is here from TechSmith. Ryan, we're going to be talking about scripts today. So let's let's get into scripting because I know... I know there's a lot of maybe opposition to writing scripts. People have this like, oh, I don't want to write a script. I just, too much work. It's, it does, I don't need it. I know my topic. So are scripts essential? What do you think? I mean, essential is such a tough word. Here's what I can say from experience. Every time I have made a video, even if it's one that is just sort of supposed to be off the cuff, or a quick little thing where I'm sending it off to somebody, you know, just internally, like, let me show you how to do this thing, or, you know, a little bit of feedback or whatever. I swear that every time I do it, I have to re-record it at least one time, because I either get off on a tangent, or I miss something that I intended to say, or whatever. And so, you know, as to whether a complete and total script of everything you intend to say verbatim is necessary, um, I'm not sure I would go that far. But man, having some notes or like an outline or just some bullet points of the things you want to make sure you cover. Uh, and that, you know, uh, I, I think that that really is essential for just about every video you're going to make. Yeah, I I have re-recorded so many stupid videos, just like, oh, I've got to do this again. Um, I, it does lead to a question, Ryan. I'm curious because, you know, like there, you know, mentioned you, is it essential? Do you have to have all the parts? But what? Let's go in this kind of not knowing if I don't know anything about scripting and I'm assuming our, our audience knows at least a little bit like, but what are the essential elements? Let's real quick 
kind of what pieces need to be there to be a quote unquote script, if you will? I, I think it. if you're writing something for yourself, it's a little bit different than if you're writing it for somebody else. Um, you know, if, if you're just writing for a quick little demo video for somebody that you're making for somebody in your organization or or whatever, you know, probably just some bullet points uh, is is maybe all you need. If you know what you're going to record or if you've already recorded your screen, for example, um, you know, that's obviously where our sort of bread and butter is. Uh, yeah. But if you've already made your screen recording and you're just going to sort of narrate over it or whatever, um, you already know what you're going to be showing. Um, but if you're, if you're writing a script for somebody else, even a short script for somebody else, you know, you definitely want to include, I mean, as close as possible, the verbiage you want them to use, um, you know, that's super important. I think visual cues, what you intend, why did you write what you wrote and what did you intend it to sort of be paired with on screen? You know, making sure that it's broken up properly so that it's easy to read. Uh, you know, that's whether you're even if you're reading it yourself, like as long as you, you want to be able to get your basic thoughts down without having to re-record, you know, the same line over and over and over just, you know, because you, you th there's a weirdly pronounced word in there or a word you suddenly discovered you don't know how to pronounce or I, I've had it happen where I forget how to pronounce a word just as I'm trying to read it for a script. So little things like that. Um the visual elements are very important, though. You know, making sure you know what's going to be on screen, uh, and if you, if it's not for you, telling somebody what you intend to be on screen during that particular point in the in the video. Yeah, I, all all excellent point, and I'll just add one, Ryan. I think it's probably less needed, especially if you're doing screen videos, but if you're going to be on camera, uh, one that I have found helpful is if there's an action or a look or an expression I need to make, like I, you know, those cues, right? Because you, as a writer, I'm assuming. Uh, are intending certain things, and if I'm if I'm the the, the actor or whatever the on screen talent as they sometimes call them, like I need to know what you're thinking because I don't know. I don't should I frown here? Should I smile here? Whatever. Yeah, yeah that that's a really great point. Um, you know, I, I'm thinking especially of you know some of the um, videos we've done for Snagit with with Aaron and things like that. Like I, I don't mean to dispel the, the the myth that she's amazing on her own because she is. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean you know giving giving some context as to what yeah what expression you want. You know, do you want that said with excitement? Do you want it said yeah like you said with a frown or is it supposed to be sad or um, you know yeah that's uh, giving whatever information you can to the to the talent um, to help them sort of get your vision across is 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 very important. For sure. So Ryan, if someone's going into, if they're going to be creating a script, so someone's watching this thinking, man, I've got to write a script. I've got to do this. Uh, going into that script writing process, what are the things like that should be known up front, right? Like I'm, I'm guessing you need to know your audience, but what else might someone want to have defined or kind of known before they put, I guess, cursor to paper? No, cursor <laughs> to screen. I don't know what the right analogy is anymore. Yeah, I have no idea. Uh, well, we'll have to do some research on that. Um, you know, I, you, you mentioned knowing your audience. I think that's the number one thing. Who, who are you writing this for? Um, and then really, what do you want them to get out of it? What's the goal of your script? You know, with, with those, if you don't know those two things, you can't write a successful script. Um, you know, what story are you trying to tell? Uh, you know, even though it may not seem like you're trying to tell a story, um, you, you are, you're the, your script should have a, um, a beginning, a middle, and an end, um, and it should wrap up nicely. Um, what uh, what do you want? You know, this sort of ties into goal. But what do you want the person watching the video to know, be able to do, or understand uh, by the time they're done watching? Yeah, 
For sure. So one of the things that you mentioned to me as we were prepping for this was you wanted to talk about tone. And first of all, I wanted to find when we talk about script and tone, first of all, what what is tone and how then then how do I know that I get the right tone? Does that make sense? Yeah, for sure. Um, tone to me uh, um, is sort of the the feel of the the script in the video. You know, is it happy and is exciting? Is it uh, you know is it more serious and um, concerning? You know, if I was making a video talking about um, you know a potential, let's I'm not going to try and jinx this, but you know, like a potential breach of um, security or something like that. Like I'm probably not going to want to adopt a fun and flirty tone. Uh, <laughs> if, uh, you know, if, if it's, you know, one of our, you know, videos about Snagit or Camtasia, or if it's, you know, another, you know, a software video where you want somebody to be excited about what you're showing, then, you know, you probably do want it to be upbeat and um, friendly and things like that. So knowing, and, and part of that is knowing your audience, um, you know, is your audience excited about the topic or is it something they're not going to be super excited to learn about? Um, is it, um, you know, do they, um, is it informational in tone or is it, you know, more sort of, um, uh, I don't even know what the word is, uh, you know, just sort of like um, fluffy and, you know, or, you know, is it more like a, a quick little feel good video? Um, so tone to me is really, how your audience is going to feel or how you want them to feel while they're watching. Got it. And so I, so I love that, but I, I imagine that can be for, for some people who are new to writing or they've never had to kind of really think about the tone that can be challenging. So what are, what advice would you give us to, to make sure you're nailing not only the the tone that you want, but also the right tone for the audience. Cause like you said, a security breach, if I'm like, oh, guess what, everybody, your data has been stolen. Uh, that's not going to go over well at all. Uh, so how do you how do you kind of make sure you're in the alignment with those things? So I think it, I think it really boils down to three things: the the audience for one, as we mentioned before, uh, your organization, like what's your organization's personality, uh, and then also the situation. Um, what what are you communicating to them, and and how is that information going to be received? Um, so if if you know those three things, you can probably at least get pretty close to the tone you want uh, or the tone you need for your video. Well, that's a great answer, Ryan. Thank you so much for that one. Uh, so I want to move on, though, because I think what you bring to this conversation is a unique perspective. You're much more of a writer than a video creator. I know you have created videos and stuff, but I think it gives you a unique, a unique perspective. And I'm curious, what advice would you give our audience about language and word choice? Because I think obviously words really matter in your script, the things that you say, it conveys a lot of information, but I, and I, I actually just did a LinkedIn post about this. I write like I talk, which as you know, I send to, maybe I go on too long. I have too many words. It's not the best. So um, as a writer, what do you do differently for scripts that maybe you don't do for say other types of writing? You know, I think probably the biggest thing is um, you, you mentioned language and word choice. And I think uh, first of all, I'm always a big believer in plain language. I, I think plain language and simple language is the way to go, no matter what you're writing for. Um, but I think it even for scripting, it goes even just, a, you know, that next step further. Um, you know, really, you know, using the word you mean rather than a word that sounds more important. Um, one of my big ones that I always think of is use versus utilize. Um, they mean literally the same thing. Um, so when you can use, use, 
um, you know, things like that. Like, don't force your narrator or your voiceover person, even if it's you, to say more syllables than they need to say. Um, you know, keep keep your language simple so that everyone can understand. Part of that also goes to knowing your audience. If you're writing, you know, if you're doing an advanced video for somebody who's advanced in your profession, they probably can handle some, you know, more advanced words, some jargon, things like that. But you know, even for those people, um, studies show again and again and again that people prefer plain language, even if they think they don't. Um, so, yeah, you know, I, I think that. It, Plain language, write simply, write clearly. Don't uh, don't do what I'm doing right now, which is overexplain. Keep um, <laughs> it simple. Use short sentences. Um, your your scripts should be as easy to read as possible and still get their point across. So let me ask you this, because uh, again, I I naturally just kind of write. Probably I, I would use utilize 12 times instead of use, right? Yep. So if if I have this script before me and my goal is to to make it more simple, more understandable, which again, I love that you're pointing out the benefits because I think not only probably there's an accessibility issue, makes it easier. There's if you have to translate, it makes it easier. There's all, all these benefits, right? But I, I if I write my script and I want to go and, and make it more simple, any advice of how like, someone who maybe doesn't have your experience, how, how could I get to that point? Um, I think, I think and, and this is something we're going to talk about probably several times today, but reading it aloud, you know, once you've written it, read it aloud. Um, what, uh, what words stick out to you a little bit as difficult to, you know, uh, difficult to say or, or things like that. There are, um, there are also, and I can't for the life of me think of what it is, so uh, you'll have to forgive me, but there are also, uh, I, I think, a couple of sites online where you can go and, um, you know, sort of input your text, and it will help you simplify those the, the, the language down uh, e even further. Um, so, you know, if, if, if you're having trouble getting it right, uh, you know, don't be afraid to use that. Um, but I, I think more than anything, like, Look for the places where you're using words that sound important, but don't necessarily need to be important uh, and find places where you can simplify that way. Yeah. I, well, I love that. And if you can find that reference for me, we'll drop it in the show notes yep. for everybody because that yep. sounds super useful. And I do think there's something about reading out loud. I know as, again, someone who uh, is often on camera, has read scripts, I find that reading through the script before I'm on camera, it, it does, it catches me on things. I'm like, yeah, that combination of two words right next to each other, I I just blah, blah. like it's like, you know, cotton in the mouth or my tongue doesn't work or whatever. So I do think from that perspective, it's really good. Is, is there, are there other benefits from reading out loud as well that you think we get? So we can simplify, you can, can hear the words that maybe stick out. I think catches the weird word combinations, other benefits for you, Ryan. Yeah, especially if you're reading it for, if you're writing the script for yourself to use, um, you know, it acts as sort of a rehearsal. You know, you can, mm -hmm. the things don't surprise you as you get there. I, I can't tell you how many times, even when I've written the script myself, I'm doing a voiceover whenever, and I, and, you know, I get to a point where I'm like, I don't remember writing this at all. Um, you know, or, or so, you know, some word choice or some phrasing surprises me. So, you know, it, it is not just about word choice. Sometimes it is, you know, as you noted, you know, two words together or phrasing or, um, it helps you understand the pacing of your script too, um, which is important for um, you know accessibility, but also just you know general comprehension. You don't want you don't want to rush through a script, but you also don't want to bore people with you know 
a script that, you know, lasts, you know, a third as long as it, or, you know, one third longer than it needs to just because you're reading it so slow. So, you know, understanding how that, how is it going to sound when you or someone else reads it is, um, is super important. It's, you know, it, it, that's, that's really the main difference between a script for a video or, you know, or whatever versus like something you're just going to read, you know, a blog post or an ebook or whatever, something you're just, you know, you're, someone will read to themselves knowing how it sounds when somebody speaks it is so important. So you, you brought up blog posts and eBooks and other writing. I, I'm curious, Ryan, because you, you do a lot of the other writing, you do some scripts. Um, but would you say, what are there, like if someone's good at writing a blog post, does it make them good at writing a script or is it, are they, I, I know they're related because they're, they're writing, right? Like you got to have basic writing skill, but are, are there things that transfer over or is it really kind of its own unique thing that you've got to kind of learn its own unique way about going through writing a script? You know, I mean, I, I think, I think anybody who can write anything can write a script, um, you know, I, but I think that there are things that are, you know, that, that you sort of have to learn through doing, um, you know, really learning how to simplify what you're trying to say and boil it down as much as you can to one or two statements versus a whole paragraph. How can I say what I need to say in the quickest way possible so people's attention doesn't drift or I don't go off topic or things like that? Um, you know, and recognizing too that, you know, you know, a lot of blog posts might be, you know, 1500, 2000 words, sometimes even 600 words, you know, whereas you might need to get, you know, it might take eight minutes to read even, you know, just in your head. Whereas what you need to get done in two minutes, uh, you need, you know, you need to cover a lot of the same ground. So um, it, it's really just about being able to write as concisely and clearly and simply as possible. But if you can write a blog post, you can write a script. You may just have to do it a couple of times before you get, you know, really good at it and, and work with people who've written scripts or work with your video people. They'll help you, um, you know, they'll help you boil down what you need to say and, and, and understand how to do it in, you know, in a shorter amount of time or in a, in a more uh, con uh, concise and clear um, way. So it brings up a question, Ryan, because one of the things I think happens in, you know, blog posts or other types of media that you're writing for is you have to be descriptive. You have to be much more descriptive. Vid video is a visual medium. And so what, what tip could you give us here? So if I'm, if I'm going to be writing a script about uh, a piece of software or something, it doesn't really matter. I, how much do I actually have to say about what's happening on screen during this video? You know, like, do I have to be explicit? Is that a good practice? Should I, should I, you know, what should I say? What shouldn't I say? It feels like my, my tendency is to be over descriptive. Uh, and do I need to be? Um, from a general video perspective, no, um, you don't need to be overly descriptive, you know, let the let the content on the screen work for itself. But I will say that for accessibility purpose, purposes, for somebody who will be listening to your video, but may not be able to see it or may, you know, may have difficulty seeing it, um, you know, avoid things like, you know, saying, um, uh, you know, click the gray button um, mm. to a person who can't tell whether something is a gray button and say, you know, or click the red button. For example, if we were doing a video about Camtasia, um, I would say click the record button. Um, it's more descriptive. It still says what you mean, but it doesn't give, it doesn't require somebody to be able to see the color red or to see it all to be able to understand what you're, what you're trying to say. Um, you know, you don't need to, you, 
when I write scripts, I like to give visual cues. We, we talked about that a minute ago. So, you know, I, there, I might have um, a column on my scripting template that, you know, really sort of, and I, you don't have to fill out the whole thing, but, you know, if I'm saying a particular thing, I may give my videographer or my video editor, you know, a cue as to what I intend to see on screen, what I intended to see on screen there. And then sort of it helps them maybe get some context as to why I said something a particular way. Um, but yeah, I, you don't need to be overly descriptive. Um, let the screen content do its work, but also recognize that there are people who can't see your screen content and make sure that you're giving them enough information to be able to enjoy and get out of your, out of your video what anyone else would be able to get out of it. Okay, Ryan, I've got two questions before we go to our speed run questions. Uh, first one, you brought up accessibility, so I want to... I want to talk about that. Uh, what else should we know about accessibility in terms of script writing? There's obviously lots of things when you're making video you've got to be considered about, but when you're writing a script, you know, what, what should I be mindful of? It sounds like I, I, I hear that, you know, the color, don't say the color red, you know, don't talk about things that people, maybe everybody can't see, but are there other things I should be thinking about too? You know, I think one of the things that people overlook a lot of times, you know, when we think about visual content or um, audio content, you know, we, we, I think, automatically default to, you know, people who may have trouble hearing or maybe deaf or people who may have visual impairment or who may be, you know, completely blind. Um, but there are other kinds of accessibility issues as well. And you know, one of the ones that I think we often forget about is um, difference in cognitive ability. Mm-hmm. Um you know, so uh, for, for that, you know, thinking about pacing, thinking about the amount of information you're trying to convey at once, um, you know, I, 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 my understanding is that a best practice for um, sort of uh, your pacing is somewhere between 120 and 130 words per minute. So that's a really good thing to think about as you're thinking about, you know, what's the topic? What's the goal of this video? How much am I trying to get into this? Will somebody, you know, who may have, you know, some sort of a cognitive impairment be able to uh, get out of this video what I hope they can? Um, or am I trying to throw too much in? Um, so recognizing that, you know, some, some topics may be too big and are better split up into two videos or three videos, depending on how much information there is. Um, but also, you know, um, making sure that, you know, your, your script, uh, can be turned into captions, you know, pretty easily, uh, you know, for people who may not be able to hear what your, your, uh, voiceover talent is saying. Um, you know, and then, basic, um, again, you know, like, like we talked about the basic visual cues and things like that, that might help somebody, um, who is re- you know, reading a, a transcript of the video, for example, understand what's happening on the screen. Yeah. Uh, sometime we'll have to talk about the, the pacing. Cause I'm really interested in that because, you know, uh, I've got some, I've got some opinions about pacing, but they're not, they're not for accessibility purposes or for engagement, which actually would say go faster because, sure. but, but here's the thing. I can always speed up my video in the player and listen to it faster versus if I need it to be slowed down, that's a whole different story. You can, but it doesn't sound good. So sometimes no, we'll, some other show we have, to, maybe we'll, we'll have a panel. We can talk about accessibility and speeds and stuff like that. But what I want to end on, cause we're almost out of time for this section is Ryan, any last practical tips that you would give for to help someone who is trying to write scripts, trying to, you know, get better at this process to make their videos, what what would you advice would you give them? I, I would say if you can talk to people who are doing the voiceover, 
Uh, if it's not you, um, you know, talk to talk to the person who's going to ultimately be editing or shooting your video. Um, you know, help get an understanding of what they need from you. Um, talk to the person who's going to be recording the voiceover. Uh, what do they like to have? Do they want, you know, it, it can be little things like, do they want it in all caps? Do they want it in, you know, normal text case? Um, do they want it double spaced? You know, there, there are all kinds of things that someone, you know, might prefer as they're reading a script versus, um, you know, what they, um, uh, what somebody else might prefer, prefer, for example, one of my favorite things, one of the things that I do all the time, I seek out videos and I, you know, if I don't take notes on the ones that I like, I save them or something like that. So I can go back and look at them. Like, what did I like about this video? You know, obviously there are going to be visual elements that you like, but what was it about the script or, you know, or the voiceover that, that drew me in? Um, you know, don't be afraid to, you know, don't outright steal from anybody, but you know, what made that one special and why did you like it? And how can you create something similar that does the same thing to somebody else? Love it. Thank you so much. Great, great advice. But Ryan, you're not off the hook yet because we're going to go into our speed round questions. I'm exhilarated. (laughs) Okay, we have changed up our speed round questions a little bit. And one of the things that is a little bit different about these is we used to just ask a couple questions, but now we have the power of the die. This is a, if I can go block my face, come on, get on there. Well, you can't see it very well. It is a 12 sided die. So we have 12 questions. So Ryan, in the time that we have, we are going to ask you a couple questions here Great. and uh, they are determined by fate. So are you, are you ready for your first one? I'm ready. Okay. We'll get a camera set up at some point and we'll show you the die. But our first question is not, we rolled a four. So, uh, what is a tip? This is maybe going to feel like, oh man, I just did all these. What is a tip or best practice not mentioned today that you would want to share with us? And it can go beyond scripting, anything kind of video, video related, I'd say. You know, I, I think, um, remember that this is a collaborative process and I, I kind of touched on that before, but I, I know that personally I tend to think I'm sort of alone in a bubble doing a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I'm talking to somebody else, you know, they're like, why didn't you reach out to me? We could have done this together. And I'm like, I don't know why I didn't reach out to you. Um, but uh, this just happened to me earlier with uh, with another thing that, I, that I'm working on. And, you know, this person reached out and said, hey, let's do this together. And I thought, yes, please, let's do this together. <laughs> so don't be afraid to reach out to people who maybe have more experience in you or, or, you know, or just who will be working on the project and get together and think about what you hope to get out of the project together. And I guarantee you'll be happier about it. Awesome. All right, here we go. Next die roll. Oh, we, we're going right in order. We're going to go to, right to number five. So oh. Ryan, you, you are an expert at writing, right? That's the thing that you do, whether you consider yourself an expert or not, is a different story we can talk about another time. And, and you know, you talk, it's in your bio, it's in your work as a marketer. Uh, but what's something else that you're an expert in that we might not know about? Oh, man. Um, you know, I'm, uh, I- I'm working on becoming an expert, uh, at, uh, audio recording. I'm not quite there yet, but I'm working on it. Um, I, I'm a musician, as you mentioned before. Um, I've sort of set up a little home studio here that, uh, I'm, I'm working on that. Uh, probably one of the weirdest ones and the most interesting ones is uh, I coached roller derby for, uh, close to eight years. Um, so, uh, uh well, it's certainly been a few years. Um, I was uh, I, I was quite well well versed well versed in how to coach and train people to play women's flat track roller derby. 
You know, roller derby almost made it into my introduction for you, but I thought, well, I don't know, I don't know where he's at with roller derby. It's been a while. It's been a while, but uh, it's still, a, you know, it's still, I, 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 I've got roller derby tattoos. I've got a roller derby poster hanging on my wall. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. What's one or two more questions? We'll see here. Uh, uh, that's a repeat of a five. That is a danger, man. Uh, let's see that. We're gonna go six, four, five, six. Like we're wow. rolling pretty well. Uh, uh, so. If you could be a hero in any story, who would you choose and why? So it could be movies, literature, po poetry, whatever you whatever you want. You get to be the hero. You know, there's the, the uh, I really, really love Aragorn from the Lord of the Rings movies. Um, you know, he's not certainly the main hero in the stories. He's sort of a secondary hero, and he's probably one of the people who's least like me like he's so confident and so good at what he does and you know and I, I i rarely feel like that um but uh yeah you know he's just uh somebody who's a protector and um you know his his whole thing is to you know a, as he puts it um you know by his life or death um you know help frodo uh, accomplish his, his quest and um you know that's uh that sort of selfless um um heroism and then also commitment to um you know your oath i think is really really impressive i i love it what a what a great final answer for our final take or for our uh speed round questions we'll, we'll end there uh ryan before we we wrap up for today uh one of the things we're, we'd like to do before at the end of every show is just kind of encapsulate for our audience like you you get about 30 seconds to a minute what What's your final take? What's the thing that you would say to the audience if they they listen to one thing? Uh, this is the thing they're going to say. So, what what's your final take about writing practical scripts? I would say keep it simple. Um, know your audience, know your topic, and know your goal. Um, you use the resources that are available to you uh, in terms of the people who may know more about you know either the topic or the process. Um, be collaborative and don't be afraid. Um, and this is advice I need to remember all the time for myself. Don't be afraid to get in and do the work and take co constructive criticism and, and build your skills based on, you know, what you learned each time you do it. That's a wonderful final take. So Ryan, uh, thank you so much for joining me here in the Visual Lounge. So grateful for all your answers. What just wonderful stuff. We look forward to, to seeing your next video script uh, in action. So uh, before we go, uh, what's the script that you're, what's one we could go look at? We could point to what video and you're like, oh, that was a good script. I'm so happy I got to work on that. And I know well, it's a collaborative effort. So, um, so well, you know, uh, I, I helped out on the, um, we, we have a, a video script for tech marketers for Camtasia. Uh, I helped out with that and I actually did the voiceover for it too, which uh, is uh, something new that I'm doing for, for TechSmith. Um, and then, uh, uh, well, I can't think of several of the uh, Snagit videos that uh, Aaron Cloutier did. So, um, yeah. All right, we'll we'll point to those. So thank thank you again, Ryan. Not as we as we wrap up the show. Of course, we're always grateful for everybody tuning in. We are so appreciative of you guys for joining us and listening. Of course, we'd love it if you'd like and subscribe. That shows us that you're getting value out of the show. You can always give us feedback and comments by leaving a review on the podcast sites. We're on all the major podcast platforms, so we'd love to hear from you there. Or you can just email us at thevisuallounge at techsmith.com. We'll be back with another episode soon. So thank you for tuning in to, again, The Visual Lounge. And like we say every show, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, we hope you take a little time to level up. <laughs>